85 is going to be too high for us. You want to counter it? Yeah, definitely. We might be able to come up a little bit, but I still need to be like in that low 70 number, not, not anywhere near 80. On today's call breakdown, you're going to look over my shoulder and watch me offer, negotiate back and forth, and finally get the offer accepted to buy this property listed for sale with a real estate agent. You're going to watch me create urgency and press hard to get my offer accepted. Now, if you want to learn how to be a savage at offering and negotiating with agents, you don't want to miss this call breakdown. But first, if you're new here, my name is Jerry Norton. I make millions of dollars a year wholesaling and flipping houses. And here on my YouTube channel, I show you how to do the same. So if you want to be a flipping genius like me and live your dream life, subscribe to my channel and watch my videos. Now, before I cut to the call, let me give some context to what's going on. Recently, while at a live training with a small group of my mentoring students, Mark Beal from North Carolina had a property he pre-sold to a cash buyer or what we sometimes call reverse wholesaling. Let me explain what that means. This distressed property came out for sale on market with an agent for $99,000. It went pending with an investor and then fell through and was back up for sale. Mark went and looked at the property with his cash buyer who he had a pre-existing relationship with. By the way, this only works if you have a good relationship and you trust your cash buyer, but the idea is to let the cash buyer tell you his buy number and then you, the wholesaler, go back and negotiate the price with the seller or agent and build in your profit. That's why it's called reverse wholesaling. Get the buyer to commit to a price first, then negotiate the price with the seller second. So why would a cash buyer be willing to do that? Well, some cash buyers value the hard work you do as a wholesaler, and as long as he gets the deal at his desired price, he doesn't care how much you make. In fact, he wants you to make money so you keep finding and bringing him deals. Now, in the beginning, reverse wholesaling is a good strategy, but over time, as a wholesaler, you want to learn how to find the highest paying buyer in the market. So anyways, on this deal, Mark's cash buyer said he would pay $83,000 for this deal. Now, remember, it's listed for $99,000. So here's what Mark did. He followed my double dip strategy and went directly to the listing agent unrepresented. That means the agent represented both the seller and the buyer and gets double the commission. This is technically called dual agency and it creates a competitive advantage because agents are motivated to work with you. So Mark made an offer directly to the listing agent for 70,000 cash with a 10 day inspection contingency and a thousand dollar earnest money deposit with a 30-day closing. That means if accepted, Mark would have 10 days to perform due diligence, which means he would be able to back out of the deal during those 10 days. Mark offered $1,000 earnest money. Earnest money is a good faith deposit paid up front and held in escrow until closing. If you wholesale the deal, the earnest money is reimbursed to you at closing and is refundable during the 10-day inspection time. After the 10-day inspection, the earnest money becomes non-refundable. Now, Mark also had a full 30 days to close. Those were the terms of his initial offer. So after Mark made his offer, the agent responded that the seller wants to wait a few days to see if he gets any other offers. Remember, it was pending, fell through, and now it's back up for sale. It's common for sellers to wait to see how much interest they get before taking an offer. And this is where I stepped in with Mark. I've been in this situation before and you have to create urgency. Never forget, time kills all deals. If he waits, there's a higher chance the seller takes another offer. So I personally called the agent to press the urgency and to try to get this deal locked up. Now remember, Mark has a cash buyer ready to go at 83,000. 
That means when wholesaling, March profit is the difference between the contract price with the seller and the cash buyer's price. To create urgency, I'm going to try to do two things. One, I'm going to tell the agent I need an answer today because I'm looking to buy another property and I can't wait. And two, I'm going to increase the terms of the offer. Take a listen and then I'll explain. Sonia, hi, this is Jerry Norton. I'm actually Mark's partner. How are you doing? I'm great. How are you? Good. I wanted to call and talk to you because um, we really like this property, but we're looking at a couple other properties right now mm-hmm. and we're going to spend some money today and I want it to be with you, but um, I might not be around if we wait a little bit. I know you want to get some more showings. I want to see if really, we can... really want to. He did. The seller did. <laughs> he did what? He, did, he wanted the other two people to be able to show. One's already shown and the other one's at two o'clock, so it's not... It's not long. That's good. Yeah. I don't want to miss out on these other ones if, if this isn't for real. I mean, I'm willing to come in with like a bigger earnest money, waive my inspection, close in three weeks. Can we make our terms attractive where the seller can like get this done pretty quick? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't think there's any way he's going to take 70000 But, you know, I'll, he told me to call it back after the other show. Went. Okay. Uh, we like the property so we can waive due diligence. So no inspection. So if you can relay this back to the seller, we don't need any due diligence. We'll waive that. We'll increase our earnest money to $5,000, non refundable So we'll go hard on that, close in three weeks. But we really need to be at that 70 number. So can you relay this back to the seller? Absolutely. Awesome. Yeah. Like I said, the show, other showings at two, and I've already called the other realtor and told her I had an offer to call me as soon as she leaves there. Uh-huh. I don't think he's going to take 70, um, but I'll see what I can do. I, I, I'll, I'll see what I can do when I talk to him. And Mark Mark told you that um, we're letting you represent us on the offer, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah, good. Be You're, are you able yeah. to do both sides? Oh, yeah. I, I'm dual agent quite often. Good, good. Yeah, yeah we'd good. love to work with you on this one and anything else you get, too. So, like, can you save in your phone, like, Mark Cash Buyer? I have. Put him on speed dial. I talked earlier. Yeah, got him at the top of my list. Great. Yeah, we'd love to work with you ongoing. And if you get something, a seller, and before you list it, let us take a look. We'll run our numbers, get you our offer. And oftentimes we can work something out before you even go public with it. Okay, that sounds good. How soon do you think you could get us an answer back on that? Just because I don't want to miss these other properties we're looking at. Well, like I said, he wanted to wait till 2 o'clock. We had one this morning and one at two o'clock. But okay. I'll go ahead and call and tell him. Same purchase price, seventy thousand, five thousand dollars earnest, no inspection. Would you be okay if we check back with you like around three? As soon as this other realtor calls me, and she probably won't be there. It's a small house; she won't be there probably thirty minutes. I'll call you. I'll call you as soon as I hear from her. Now, if he decides he wants to go ahead and take your offer before this one shows it to, I'll call you sooner. Yeah, call us right back. That would be great because we're going to okay. put off these other properties till we hear from you today. Sounds perfect. Awesome, Sonia. You're the best. Appreciate you. Okay, so the agent said there were two showings, and I told her that I'm looking at other properties to buy, so I really need an answer right away from the seller. I'm trying to pressure her into getting the seller to not wait and respond to our offer. Now, the other thing I hope you noticed was that I offered to increase the terms of the offer. I offered to waive the inspection. I also increased the earnest money to $5,000, and I made it non-refundable, and I said I could close in three weeks. Now, why would I waive inspection, increase earnest money, and close sooner? Because remember, Mark's buyer already saw it, and he wants it so I can be more aggressive on the terms. Now, as a side note, I hope you caught how I reiterated to the agent to call us in the future when she gets distressed properties. I have a rule with agents. It's never about the property, and it's always about the relationship. 
We may not get this deal, but over time we'll do many deals. So about an hour later, the agent called back with a counter. Take a listen. Good. I just sent you a text. Uh, he's countering at 85. That's what his counter is. 85 is going to be too high for us. You want to counter it? Uh-huh. Yeah, definitely. So the agent liked our terms, but countered the price at 85000 which obviously doesn't work. Right away, she asked if we wanted to counter. Now, when I heard that, I knew we had a deal. Asking if I want to counter is code for the seller will come down. And having been in the real estate game now for 20 years, when she said that, I knew I had the seller. I knew he wanted to sell to me. This is where I thrive, baby. Now all we're doing is haggling over price. Let the games begin. This is so fun. Man, I love real estate. Rather than counter right away, watch what I do instead. Where would you suggest I counter? Well, I'm a dual agent, so I can't suggest. Can you like wink at me or like, you know, <laughs> nudge? I say, I'll say a number and you, if, if you like it, don't say anything. <laughs> I can't do that. I got to be a fair dual agent. Yeah. Sorry. I mean, but... we, we might be able to come up a little bit, but I still need to be like in that low 70 number, not, not anywhere near 80. Yeah. So I wanted to see if the agent would reveal the seller's hand. I asked her what price she recommended I counter, but she wouldn't say. I was hoping she would give some idea of the seller's bottom line, but she wouldn't budge. I hope you noticed how I didn't give up. I kept pressing her in a joking, fun kind of way to keep things light, but I kept the pressure on. Then I told her I could possibly come up some, but needed to stay near 70000 and can't go anywhere near the seller's price. Next, I ask if she has gotten any other offers, and she proceeds to explain how she was under contract with another investor, but it fell through. Watch how I handle this information. Did he get um, another offer, or he's just... No. Okay, he's just hoping she, to get... She's got, well, she's got the lady that was making the going to make the offer has to have her brother, the handyman, come over tomorrow and look at it before she can make her offer. So we just decided to counter your offer and stay at this, you know... Okay, so brother. she's still hopeful for another offer... Yeah, so her brother may come out, you know, he may come three days from now. Because how many days have you been listed? 43, so it's been there a minute. Uh, Yeah, well, it was under contract. It was under contract, and the investor, it was like the week before we closed. It was under contract the day after we listed it. And it was really, I don't know what happened, but it's an investor that buys a lot of houses in our, our area. And right before the week before we're supposed to close, something happened in his life. I never did find out what, but his realtor just said something had happened in his life, and he was going to have to... Uh, terminate. Mm. Yep. What number was he at? I can't tell you. I'm sorry. <laughs> was it like closer to 80 or was it like closer to 75? Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, um, I mean, I can, I can relay whatever you want to counter then he can counter back and you can counter again if you want. I okay. Mean. Yeah. So after she explained that another cash offer fell through, I asked her point blank, what that price was. At first, she wouldn't tell me, even though I joke around a little bit, but what she did say was that I should keep countering. That was code for the seller has room to come down. That again confirmed to me that I had a deal. We're just haggling over the final price. Take a listen to how I countered. I really need to stay down there though. Like if we could be maybe maybe 71, 72, like if you can go back at 72, I know that's not where he's at 85, but 72, I mean, I just got to, I'm just trying to work with you a little, right? Yeah. 
Hey, wholesalers, if you haven't heard of PropWire, it's the best thing that happened to real estate since Zillow. Basically, it's a free website where you can search and download an unlimited number of motivated seller leads absolutely free. PropWire's database of 157 million properties includes vacant houses, pre-foreclosures, absentee owners, REOs, auctions, empty nesters, high equity properties, probate, tired landlords, and more. Plus, they have MLS listings and a keyword tool that finds distressed properties on the MLS for you in seconds. Oh, and one more thing. If you're a flipper, a buy and hold investor, or even a real estate agent, PropWire has the data to power your business too. Check it out at joinpropwire.com. So I countered back at 72,000. My goal is to come up incrementally and get the seller to come down exponentially. Unfortunately, the seller is an investor and knows the game too. Remember, I have a buyer at 83,000, so I'm trying to preserve as much profit as I can while keeping the seller engaged. Next, the agent tries to tell me indirectly where the seller's previous contract was. Take a listen. Well, the fact that he's countered at 85 tells you that you're nowhere near what we had in contract. You mean on the other contract? Yeah. Why? Why does it tell me that? I'm just saying that if the seller counters at 85 and he already had it in a contract one time, that tells you that. Oh, where he's kind of at. Yeah, your 70's nowhere near what he had it in a contract yeah. before. Yeah, but he's probably tired of sitting around on this thing, I would imagine. Well, yeah. Sometimes, you know, when people have already had it in a contract, they are willing to take less. Yeah, that's typically what I see. Mm-hmm. So I think her point was that his counter of 85,000 is where the previous contract was at and that I'm not even close at 72,000. My response was, yeah, but it fell through, so he's probably more motivated to sell, which she agreed was a good point. Next, I ask if the seller would entertain creative financing. Take a listen. Do you know if this seller would entertain terms? Because I can pay a whole lot more if he, if he would be willing to wait to get some or all of his money. Uh, he won't. He fixes up a lot of properties, but uh-huh. sometimes if his guy's too booked up, he just sells it and he, he won't finance anything. Was this like a rental before or what was the deal? Yeah, it was a rental. So the tenant goes out and he just decides, let's just sell this one? Yeah, my guy's too booked up and it'll be so long before we can get to it, we're just going to sell it. Gotcha. Okay, so she said he was not interested in creative, but I learned more about the situation. He's a tired landlord. Now, this was a rental, it's vacant, and he just wants to sell it and get rid of it. Once I learned that, I asked if he had other properties to sell. Take a listen. So does he have other properties he wants to sell? We don't have anything. Normally, we have three or four of his on the market at one time, but right now, we don't have anything of his on the market. Okay. Do you get a lot of distressed real estate like this? Quite a bit. I work with quite a, quite a few investors. That's great. Well, we're going to be your number one go-to now. <laughs> oh, good. That sounds good. But we just got to get this one done first, right? Right. I mean, let's just go through the exercise. Maybe maybe we can, and I'll crunch my numbers some more, but can you counter at 72? Okay. Uh, sure awesome. Will. I'll let you know since I'll talk to him. Okay. Thank okay, you. Thanks. Okay, bye. So currently the seller doesn't have any other properties to sell. So I asked how often she gets distressed listings and she said quite a bit. So I joked that we were going to become her number one buyer. And this is why I love the agent model. If you do it right, it's repeat business. By the way, I created word-for-word scripts on how to get agents to bring you their best deals, including how to overcome objections, and I'll give that to you for free. Just go to agentofferscripts.com to get the free download. So then what happened is Mark and the agent continued countering back and forth while I continued with class. The seller countered back at 80,000. 
Mark countered back at 73,000. The seller countered back at 77,500. And Mark countered back at 75,000. And the agent said 77,500 was as low as he could go. So at 75,000, this deal is an 8K wholesale profit. And I told Mark to call the seller's bluff and stay firm at 75. Now, in a minute, I'll play the video clip where I coached Mark on how to hold firm at 75,000. But first, as a new wholesaler looking to do your first deal, or even if you're looking to ramp up and do even more deals, you need to check out Flipster. Now, Flipster is the most comprehensive, all-inclusive platform for wholesaling and flipping houses because not only does it have deal-finding tools, but also marketing tools, analyzers, digital contracts, even cash buyers and funding sources. To test drive Flipster for free, just go to joinflipster.com. Okay, let's cut to the clip where I coach Mark on how to stay firm at 75000 I got a question for Leigh and I. So that, that agent responded to me, and he came down to seventy-seven five. Oh, we're getting closer. I know. What's your name? He's like, you're the game. I would stick to 75. That's the fun about it. I'd stick to 75. So you, you're at 73, though. Dude, we're at the middle. The seventy-five is the middle. No, no. She, uh, I, the, the last one, the last one, I, I said it. She said she counted me again at eighty and said that's his lowest offer. And then when I was taking a whiz, I said seventy-five. We have a deal. Yeah. Uh huh. And then they said seventy-seven. No, 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 no. Then that she came back and said that she said he counted me in the middle at seventy-seven-five. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Say it five. Uh, yeah, I'd say it. You're gonna get it. Stay at seventy-five. Now you may you may have to wait a day. Let them sweat over there. I'm telling you. Don't, don't respond now. Let's see how big your balls are, Mark. <laughs> You'll get it. I'm telling you. You'll get it at 75. But you got you gotta do a takeaway now. Say, I just talked to Jerry, and he said. That son of a, I would tell her, I would totally do it, but Jerry's, he's the, he's such a, that guy's such a jerk. You know what you do? So I'm going to say, hey, my partner's locked up at this number based on comps and rehab budget, rehab costs. I wouldn't even say that. No. The best he can do, we're super close, 75 is really the highest we go. No. No. Play hard now, like be firm. You gotta be. You want them to. If if there's any ounce of maybe we'll work with you, they're gonna they're gonna have the upper hand. Right? So, so verbatim, like what? So this is for everybody here. Like what would you say in a response? Text message. Jerry, simple. the finance guy, said no. Say, so just talk to Jerry. He said. He, here's what I'd say. Play that card every time, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You can make it up. Yeah. What's your dog's name? My dog's name is Igor. Okay, that's even better. He sounds like a. He's a fighter. Regardless, like your lender, whatever it is, you say, "All right, my lender, or whatever it is." You can just use them and say, "That is going to be the number." I can't. So, so I just say, "Hey, and we need to be." I would say this. Here's what I'd say. I'd say. I just talked to Jerry, and he already felt like we were coming outside of what he's willing to pay at 73. So he said not a dime over 75 or something like that. He won't, he won't budge past 75. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that, right? Like really firm. Yeah, super firm. 
Now, here's the thing, Mark. If you really want this deal, you can come up to 77 later. But why would we do that right now? Because they'll always, they're at seven, we got them at 77. So you know you got a 5K deal. This, this is so dumb, though, why we're doing, even doing this, but let's do it, right? 5K is 5K. You know, but it's okay. It's okay because you're early in the, I mean, 5K is. That's right. That's right. But guys, we got to get out of this 5K stuff. By the way, by the way. <laughs> No, but good for you, Mark. They take more time. But you're also learning to push. Yeah. Like, yeah. he's learning to push. Yeah, he's learning to be aggressive, yeah. Oh, no, I got comps that are 200, you know, like, yeah. It's not about anything right now. It's, it's I can't do. You're encouraging them to come back and explain why you're Here's the problem. We've already communicated that we're willing to come up. That's already a bad thing we've done. Because we've already done that. So now... They're just, they, we have a deal. There's a deal done here. They're trying to squeak as much out of us as we can, and we're trying to not lose as much as we can. That's all that's happening right now. We're, it's totally, it's like Rocky and, and Draco right now, you know, like. Yeah. And the more confident you appear, the more solid. Yeah. Trust me, that seller's not going to let that go for two grand. Right. So I've had an agent call me and they'd be like, are you really going to not do this deal over two grand? And I'll say, is the seller really going to lose this deal over two grand? <laughs> I say the same thing back, you know. Yeah. 